episode of Podcast with the Pros. This is Allison Berry, your Vice President of Member Services for your 2017-2018 PRSSA National Committee. I'm sitting here with my favorite mentor, boss, PR extraordinaire, Jane Dvorak, APR fellow, PRSA National Chair 2017. That's a heck of a mouthful. Um, you can read it in our bio below, but she's been guiding companies, associations, and groups for more than 30 years through strategic planning and communications processes. And as many of you know, if you're listening, she does all of this with some energy and extra pizzazz. And she's just one of our fearless leaders in PRSA, PRSA, and the PR industry as a whole. So how are you doing today, Jane? I'm amazing. Doing well. We're sitting in Colorado. It was 21 degrees this morning. A little nippy. A little nippy. A little nippy. nippy. (laughs) But that's okay. That's okay. We're sitting from the warmth of her basement where we work out of for her agency. So super fun. Okay, so we'll get started here. What so what Jane inspired you to join the public relations field? Well, Mr. Tom Bright inspired me to, to join the public relations field. He was my middle school counselor, <laughs> believe it or not, and I didn't pick public relations. He did. Um, in high school, I had counselors who didn't believe that I was college caliber. Funny them, but uh, I wanted to be the first person in my family to get a bachelor's degree, so he believed in me. We did some skills tests, and he came up with public relations journalism, and that left University of Colorado, University of Denver, and Colorado State University. All three had programs, and so I chose and was accepted to Colorado State University. Woo woo! Go Rams! <laughs> And you chose to stick around. Is there any reason why it really stuck with you? Um, I have to tell you what, he uh, he clearly knew what he was doing. It's been a perfect match for me. Um, it has challenged me. It has allowed me to grow as an individual. I've learned about a lot of things that I would never have learned about otherwise. I have had opportunities to meet amazing people doing far greater <laughs> and more amazing things than I'm doing from my basement. But... Uh, certainly has been a career that, one, I don't regret a minute of, two, love that I am able and have the luxury to work for myself and be an independent, um, the 13th stair commute is pretty darn good, and, uh, to be able to work with companies to do some real high caliber work, so, um, when I first started, I was much more tactical, now I'm much more strategic, and that's where we should be. I started out at the American Heart Association, so I did nonprofit and learned about all kinds of things there, um, and that set me up for today's dream job. That's great, Jane. And many of the listeners here probably are thinking that this is the dream job as well, so you're a good um, inspiration for that. Which leads me to my next question: How do you hope to be an inspiration to those emer- to emerging leaders in our industry? <laughs> I don't know if I am an inspiration is what I'm going to tell you, but if, if I can over the, my course of my career and over the course of the work that I do in PRSA, PRSSA with students, um, be a good role model, someone who can show you that, um, good PR can be done 
in big companies, little companies, and in basements, um, with plumbers and with Fortune 100s, <laughs> <laughs> and companies that everybody knows about and companies that people don't, um, and to serve as a role model for how to behave ethically, uh, and how to carry yourself as a professional, but also how to advocate for your profession, then I feel that I will have done my job. Whether or not that's inspirational, I don't know. I would say it's but, pretty inspirational to me, Jane. Well, there you're my inspiration. At least you hit one. I hit one <laughs> as my intern. You have to say that. <laughs> uh, too funny. So you talked a bit about ethics. I know that was something that you targeted a lot as your current role as PRSA National Chair. So yeah, so you said that ethics is important to you as an ethical professional. I know that that's something you targeted a lot as your current role of PRSA National Chair. So do you mind telling me some of your responsibilities? What have you done? What's kind of a day in the life of Jane Dvorak? <laughs> day in the life, day in the life, day in DAIA, in Houston's airport, any other airport you can think of, um, on airplanes, off airplanes. Um, and But at the end of all of those um, journeys is the opportunity to meet and uh, interact with 21,000 plus members um, in various chapters across the U.S. Uh, students at various universities, been to dozens of those, uh, had the opportunity to be at regional conferences, chapter meetings, kickoffs, those kinds of things, um, and to really be on top of what's happening in the profession. So um, I would say my number one job as national chair is to be a real ambassador, not only for PRSA, but for the industry itself. Um, take that very seriously, and the ethics is important about that, speaking out on topics that are important to our members. Um, but then also in the leadership role, um, overseeing the board, uh, the direction of our strategic plan and getting that carried out and hopefully having an impact in that regard to help our members be better uh, prepared and smarter and more connected uh, and doing that in ways through our PD and our networking opportunities, different programs. Uh, so for me, a great opportunity as chair to be able to visit with all those individuals in communities, big, small, in between, on the coast, in the middle, down south, uh, but mostly for me to be inspired. Um, our pros are pretty amazing people. Yes, and Jaina just told me right before we started this podcast that she's traveled almost 50,000 miles on an airplane. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. It's about one and a half times around the world. What? <laughs> what? So I'm sure you've been to some incredible places, met some incredible people. Do you have a favorite memory from this year or favorite place you've been? Well, you know, every place I've been is my favorite place. <laughs> Uh, but here's what I can tell you about all of the places that I've been. Uh, everyone that I have met has been incredibly proud of the work that they do and in the community that they do it in. And to have that kind of passion and to see that consistently across the United States, there is no way that you can't leave all of those visits inspired um, and just really feeling incredibly blessed to be able to lead and honored um, to represent all of those individuals and what they're doing. So um, any one place, home is always my favorite place. <laughs> <laughs> I can agree with you on that one. Colorado is a pretty, pretty good place to live. So we had a Twitter chat last month, I believe, about mentorship, and I shouted you out as my <laughs> mentor, and I can't thank you enough for doing all the things that you've done for me, but um, 
why do you feel membership or mentorship is important and can you give us a little story about how it's affected you or well I think I grew up in an era of mentorship I have some wonderful mentors they're still mentors of mine I, any number of past national presidents who've helped me get to where I am today um, professional peers that have helped me um, with challenges in the workplace and uh, becoming an independent consultant, how to navigate those waters and uh, beyond just the 13 stairs down to the computer. Um, so without mentors, I don't believe I would be where I am today. Uh, what it means to me, I mean, I, I received the very first Colorado Chapter Mentor of the Year Award, and that ranks as high for me as those two anvils do. <laughs> um, because... When we elevate each other, we elevate our entire industry. And so um, we cannot be afraid. We cannot. We can always be in competition with our peers and, and the generations um, that are following us. But our real legacy is the foundation that we left for them to build upon. And the only way to do that is to share. So I would tell you, um, all my interns, all the kids that I have mentored over the years, some of them are not kids anymore, they're parents now, <laughs> ah! um, but I learned as much from them. They mentored up as much as was mentoring down, and so um, what I would tell you is mentoring happens. Um, it should be natural. It should be fluid. Um, and I think if you don't have someone in your life that is there to give you constructive, honest, candid criticism, um, someone to smack you upside the head when you're <laughs> doubting yourself, um, to champion you back, um, empower you to do the things that might be a little bit scary, um, then you need to find someone. And, and there are plenty of people out there who are more than willing to do that. So, right. And a little plug for PRSSA and PRSA. There's this great thing called Champions, which Jane is actually a part of, where you can find someone who's more than happy to help you along your way. So, Jane, do you want to give a little spiel about Champions? Yeah, Champions is an amazing program, and I think um, students don't use it as much as they could. Uh, and I know that I wish, or at least I wish, that there were more um, professionals that were part of it. But it's such a great opportunity to have an individual who willingly says, if there is an aspiring pro out there, a student or someone new to the uh, industry that's looking for someone who can give them some guidance or help, we're there. We just say, just call. So that's pretty easy to do, right? Um, and that's how mentoring begins, is just by making the call. So just make the call. You're going to find someone. I contend if you called up and said anyone in PRSA and said, <laughs> you know, oh, my gosh, I'm moving. I'm moving to Chicago. What should I do or who should I know? There's someone that will probably help you. Um, but Champions is a great program uh, for PRSA and PRSSA to bring those two factions of our groups together in a way that has knowledge about the whole industry, knowledge about the society, uh, and hopefully the knowledge about what kinds of resources and tools are out there to help you all young professionals uh, begin to make your mark. So proud to be part of that. Yeah, so piggybacking on that, you prepared me for my next question. What advice do you have for young professionals just about to enter or just almost about to graduate? All of the young guns. Yeah, the young guns. I call them kids because if I could have birthed them, then they're kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pretty soon I'm going to be calling them grandkids because I'm getting older. But uh, here's here's what I can tell you. You need to be patient. You're, these young generations are incredibly driven and incredibly um, ambitious. And that's, that's impressive, um, more than many generations that have come before. Um, but I will tell you that you're the most impatient group of people I have ever had the opportunity to work with. Um, and you're incredibly afraid to fail. And I'm sorry, that's probably our fault um, by giving everybody ribbons. But um, everybody's a winner, and then you get into the real world and you fail. Um, but so what I would tell you is, Careers are built over a long time. Careers don't happen in two years. Networks of professionals, I'm told all the time, oh, you know so many people, so many places. Yeah, in 34 years, I'm going to beg to hope that you do too, right? Um, I didn't know all these people two years out of college. So um, be patient. Let your career journey take you. Just enjoy the journey. Don't try and force it. Don't try and make it. Um, your dream job will come. I don't think you really know what that is. So give yourself the time to find your dream job. And um, don't be afraid to fail. You're going to. And you'll, some of you will do that ugh, with, uh, with great <laughs> finesse and <laughs> unfortunate <laughs> what. Ugh, it'll be ugly. Um, but we all fail. Uh, we fail every day and sometimes in big ways and little ways. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to try things because you're afraid to fail. So, And you recover and learn from it and grow and then you become a great professional. And Absolutely. And then someday you're chair of PRSA. Yeah, just, just like Jane. <laughs> Jane will admit to failing all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah I can admit that. <laughs> we can move on to the next question now. <laughs> uh, too funny. Um, so what's been your favorite PRSSA, PRSA memory? Oh my gosh, I got, I mean, I have a ton of them. I've had fabulous, you know, opportunities to be at conferences with people that I adore and met and learned to adore and gained, gained opportunities to learn from. But um, as a very young PRSSA student, I got to meet Edward L. Bernays, the, the founder of our industry. How cool is that? Um, and, you know, I looked like Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> All you young people out there can Google who that is, but your dads and grandpas will know. Um, and so to be able to be in the presence of the man who really was the driving force behind what I feel so passionate about to do on a daily basis, that was that was pretty iconic for me. Um, but, I mean, there's been many other ones. I've, I've met astronauts. I've um, met amazing people in elevators. Um, I've been able to meet kids that um, suddenly found public relations as their career choice and have made that change, and all of those are inspiring opportunities. But Edward L. Bernays is pretty pretty good one to try and top, I think. Yeah, I would say that's, that's, the, that's the pivotal one. Um, and so you've been in the profession for 30-ish years, Jane. Mm -hmm. Um, I was so, a prodigy. I started when I was ten. <laughs> yeah, she's only she's only like forty, right? Yeah. Ish, forty-ish. Young gun, young gun over here. Uh, <laughs> or, or, or 
then I think you still write them a pen and paper <laughs> note that says, these are the things that I learned as a result of being in PRSSA, PRSA, and this is how you benefited. And I really would hope that it could become part of my um, performance um, budget. So um, the investment that you can make in yourself through PRSA is crazy. Uh, you, you can you can be as involved as I am. You can be <laughs> national chair someday and flitting through 30-plus airports <laughs> and doing 500-plus thousand steps and you end up in a boot, which is kind of hilarious. But, um, you know, that that's the highest level. Um, not everybody's that crazy. But what I can tell you is you can tap incredible public uh, professional development. You can tap incredible research and background. You can tap the very, as you mentioned, the very best of the best in our industry um, to find out about campaigns or how they solved a challenge or a problem within their business organization, whatever that might be, how they overcame an issue personally um, in this world of social media. How do we navigate new tools? So we have an amazing opportunity to provide you professional growth. I think PRSA also gives you leadership. It gives you leadership skills at every level across the continuum of your career. And as a professional, you absolutely must be a leader. Uh, to be respected in in the business world. And leaders understand the bigger picture. Leaders understand who the players are. Leaders understand com com the competition, what else is out there, what else is happening. And I think PRSA allows you to do all of that. We have incredible discussions. My PRSA forum is crazy. <laughs> Such an opportunity. 10,000 people waiting to um, give you their don't do what I did um, kind of advice um, and to access and tap resources, webinars um, that you could do from your, your recliner in your living room if you don't have budgets to travel. Um, and then we have big giant you know, our annual international conference is such an opportunity to bring a large group of people together along with our students uh, to really explore what's happening in our industry. So there's all of that. But um, I, I think the relationships that you form over a long period of time. Some of my dearest friends have moved from professional peer to friend as a result of being able to meet through PRSA. I know for myself in my own business, over 28 years, only three clients have come that were not a direct link to PRSA. So to build your business, to build your reputation, your expertise, um, PRSA gives you all of that. And really for a pretty incredible small ticket price, you can become an APR and increase your knowledge and understanding about our practices. Um, you can get um, 20 years down the road and become a fellow and, and look at how you potentially impacted our industry and what kind of um, you have been for different things that have transpired over the course of your career. So um, I think we give you that opportunity to be recognized. I think we give you the opportunity to learn, but most importantly, we give you the opportunity to connect. And when we are connected uh, above all other things, I think we are far more valuable to our communities, our home, and, and our workplaces.
That's an incredible answer. I'm sure everybody's listening just like me gets fired up and can't wait to be a, in the College of Fellows in 20 years. <laughs> We're getting pumped uh, up. I'm try- uh, well, I'm, ew, I'll still be around in 20 years, so yeah. I'll be the crusty old lady at the College of Fellows. <laughs> when you get inducted, I'll be I'll still be cheering. Yeah, you can give me my medallion. I will give you your medallion. And all of the listeners here, they all get a medallion, too. If you- <laughs> That's a pretty cool medallion, I have to admit. Uh, yeah, Jane has a funny story about her medallion uh, i did thanks for bringing that up allison yeah so if you want to hear about that you can shoot her an email that might be a good way to introduce yourself to our chair prsa college of fellows apr superstar we got over here but um also wanted to plug here that whenever you become or if you are a professional and you join prsa you have access to almost eleven thousand members of prssa that are some of the best and the brightest in the industry. So there, and you can hand pick them. They're more ha- more than happy to work for PRSA members. So and just like PRSSA, um, for PRSSA members too, we get access to some of the coolest benefits. We have the internship center. We have mm-hmm. scholarships, which keep tuned. Stay tuned. They're coming out as very very soon. We just have to wait for the PRSA foundation to get them yep. done. Jane's smiling. <laughs> So we're waiting they're coming, on they're coming. They're coming. So do you have anything you want to plug for all these? Keep up the good work. Here's what I'll tell you. Just embrace your career. Embrace what you do every day. And however you do that, do that with some passion and conviction. Um, but most importantly, do that with good, solid, ethical principles. Uh, and if you do that every day, you're going to wake up like I do. And you're going to love what you do. You're going to be happy you made the choice that you made. Um, but most importantly, I think you're going to make a difference. And if that's in a small corner of the world or if it's in the big picture, um, world changes, whatever that might be, um, know that you've made a difference in the work that you do. So good luck. Good luck. Thanks, Jane. And that's, if that's not an exclamation point on this podcast, I don't know what <laughs> is. But thank you for tuning in and getting to listen to us banter back and forth and hear from the PR genius herself here in Colorado in the 21-degree weather. But thank you for logging off here. Thank you.